Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Saturday on KLBJ with hosts Ed and Ben Clements. They're taking calls at 512-836-0590 or toll-free at 877-590-KLBJ. Hi again, everyone. Welcome back. This is the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio, live from Dirty Martin's Place, the iconic hamburger joint on Guadalupe, where you can watch pro football action tonight. You can watch the Longhorns and Texas Tech. We're in the back room at the Mac Brown table watching the Steelers and the Ravens, and right now the Steelers lead the Ravens in the fourth quarter, 14-7. to Steelers got a win tonight, then they got to hope for losses by Jacksonville or the Buffalo Bills to get into the playoffs. Of course, the Ravens are the number one seed in the AFC. They're already in. The End Zone Club proudly brought to you by Howie Breen and Herman, attorneys at law, Plains Capital Bank. Covert in Bastrop, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road, Delaware Subs, two-for-one cheesesteaks tomorrow, Tito's Handmade Vodka, and by S&B Amusements. Ed and Ben with you on this Saturday evening. Ben preparing for the Texas and Tech game. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing good, Pop. Um, a lot to talk about. we got playoff football looming. One more college football game in the books, the national championship. We'll talk about the playoffs, the, uh, the Final Four. Uh, before that, though, we got to talk some uh, college basketball. we got a special guest right now, Shane Woodard, a uh, friend of the program, works at the Capitol, uh, former, did I hear, student body president at yeah, Texas they, Tech <laughs> University. Yeah, um, they, were, they were hard up that year, Ben, for, <laughs> for, for they, politics. They in, needed in somebody from Idaloo, Texas, to do that. Yeah. So we got to yeah, talk some basketball. Fiona. Yeah. I, uh, oh, Friona, excuse yeah, yeah, me, yeah, from, from, from Friona. Shane is a great Texas Tech watcher. He has been watching uh, the Texas Tech Red Raiders since he was just a little boy tonight. Yeah. This is kind of sad to me. It's very sad. Uh, Big 12, last meeting between the Red Raiders and the Longhorns as the Horns are going to the SEC next year. In Austin, that is, last game in Austin. Yeah, in Austin. They'll play in Lubbock. But your thoughts on this last time your team will be playing here in Austin against uh, the Longhorns? Yeah, you know, it ought to be fun tonight. I I think both teams will be ready. Uh, I haven't watched the Red Raiders as much as I would have liked to. I've been a little busy over at the Capitol the last few months. And and, uh, so I'm a little behind on what they're going to be looking like. I've seen a few games. It looks like they're kind of coming together pretty well. Well, they've got three, a great three losses, I think. Yeah, well, I think oh, no, they're two, two losses. 11, 11 and 2 11 in the season. Your, your only losses have been to Villanova and Butler. Butler. Yeah, yeah, good teams. Yeah. Two yeah. teams. And, and, and Butler got after, uh, who was it I heard the last couple of days? They, they, they got after somebody. i got to be honest with you, Shane. Uh, <laughs> we have been so focused on football. We have. I forgot oh. basketball was oh. a sport for a little while. Yeah, listen to you, Ben. Uh, rubbing it in over here with my Red Raiders. No, I, no, no. Was, there's nothing to rub I, in. I, I'm still. Well, no, I'm still feeling a little of the. Uh, it wasn't very much fun over Daryl K. Royal for no. us <laughs> but, on that know. last that last football game with the Horns. So I hope that this one tonight will be a little bit different to basketball. It's going to be fun because you got a new head coach. Yep. Uh, and he comes and I excuse me, I've forgotten his name, but he's a former head coach at Midland Junior College, near yep. and dear to my heart. He's an McCaslin, I believe is his yep. name. Grant, uh, Grant McCaslin, an excellent basketball. Came in coach. from North Texas. Yeah. So it's it's exciting. And uh, the thing about Texas Tech University. It's sports are on the upswing. You've got yeah. a lot of money out there, a lot of yeah. West Texas money yeah. with facilities and NIL. So a lot, I, I, lot of money being spent. One of, the, yeah. one of the biggest beneficiaries, I think, from NIL is the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Like you said, with his oil money and West Texas, yep. Texas Tech is it. That yeah. like that. That is the well. Region. And I think this the, the new Big Twelve. They yeah. the, we, while we're going to lose Texas and Oklahoma, uh, I think Tech is sitting in a in, in a great place to 
really do well in that conference. Is that, is, that, so is that the talk around, you know, you, you Texas Tech folk that the Big 12, so to speak, will be up for grabs on who will be the next Texas and yeah. OU who will lead the conference into the future? You, you, you know, I think you, you, you watch this new conference. You, what do we got? Utah, Arizona, yeah. Arizona State, Arizona, Arizona, Arizona and Colorado. Colorado yeah. Now, that, to me, the Colorado ad is going to be a blast. Yeah. I mean, Coach Prime is a lot of fun to watch, and I think he'll bring some excitement to the Big 12. And I think our Red Raiders are sitting in a great spot great spot if you will yeah uh, with and i think nil has a lot to do with a good good point there ben yeah uh, i did notice for the, the red raiders as we're getting in the basketball i've seen that baseball our baseball team in level <clears throat> is sold out uh, wow can't buy a ticket yeah uh, for for the red raider baseball so all of those sports are women's sports i think we came up a little short against the longhorns uh, the lady longhorns on wednesday night uh but uh, all of our, our sports at, in Lovell are doing really well, and we're real proud of And you got great leadership. Doing. Kirby Holkwitz, absolutely, a, a very good athletic director, nationally yep. known, and he's, he's done a really, really good job. Yep. I'm going to ask you a really generic question here, Shane, but you've yep. been around the block. You've watched many Texas and Texas Tech sporting events. What has been your most favorite Texas-Texas Tech matchup <laughs> in your lifetime? You know, uh, if anything comes to mind, yeah, well, there was two or three that come to mind. I guess it was probably 1976. I think we took on the old Longhorns. I was a kid up in, you know, it was that Saturday afternoon. There wasn't that many games that were on TV back in the day, right? right? I mean, yeah, you had many. a Saturday afternoon game in Lubbock, Texas, against the Texas Longhorns. I believe Texas Tech went on to win that game uh, up there. That's one as a kid mm-hmm. who you got to. Re- Got to think of the, the crab tree. Oh, I, I thought that was going to be the top of your I list. Set us up for that, yeah. yeah I, I was sitting. I was afraid you were going to do that. I was going to end run you a little That's bit. That's okay. 1976. This is the right last there. time we can air this stuff. Yeah, out. we can air this. This stuff is the last out. time. Yeah, I, I hope that it's not. I hope that they'll figure out how yeah. to, you know, A&M and and Texas and and Tech and some of these schools, at least in basketball in the off season, they maybe get together. As a student body president, well. when you were at Tech, you got to travel with a football team and <laughs> you got to be close to our friend Spike Dykes. Yeah. You know, I was on the plane. Uh, I got to go to one one out of town game, and I was told I was going to the Rice game in Houston. And you were told uh, that. Yeah, I was told that, and I said thank you. I'll I'll be glad to go. And uh, uh, that was Spike's first road win. It was his second season as the head coach before he won a road game. And I never will forget, he was the last one on the bus. I was sitting next to Jack Bill, the voice, voice of the, of the Red Texas Tech Red Raiders from KFYO. And um, I remember Spike gets on the bus, and he looks at me and goes, Young man, you're a good luck charm. You'll have to stay with us on the road. And I said, I'm happy to do that, sir. <laughs> twist my arm. <laughs> twist my arm on that. And uh, we, had a, we had a running back that day that, that I think Tech won that game 31-30. to 30. And we would know him as James Gray. Wow. Jonathan Gray's father. No kidding. Yes. Yep. Running back. Yeah, great running back from Texas. Well, that will be darn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're involved with the Capitol. Uh, a lot of Tech people at the, the, yep. the Capitol over there. And there I are. think everybody's fighting for their fair share between Texas, Texas A&M, and Texas Tech. Yep. They are. They are. There's a lot of, uh, you know, I, I will say this. The University of Houston system, Texas Tech system, the Texas State system, uh, there's a lot of good leadership in these systems. Tex- Texas is fortunate to have all the higher ed uh, facilities that they do. Uh, Harrison Keller, the Texas Higher Education Coordinating Board, fella does a great job uh, for our for all of our state institutions. We've got a wager tonight, Ben. I don't know if you want to be a part of it, but Shane and I always no, have no, a wager. No, no, no. With that Texas, that 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 uh, 
Sugar Bowl wiped me out. You guys bet. <laughs> I, I, I know one thing. If I'd have been a betting man, I'd have lost money. I thought the Horns were going to get there against Washington. I, uh, I know. That, yeah. one, that was a bummer for who's, me. I'm I need a few more drinks before you talk about that. Who's, who's <laughs> going to win the national championship game Monday between uh, Michigan and the Washington Huskies? You know, I will say this. The Huskies were a lot more physical than I had given them credit for up front. They, uh, they hung yeah. in there. I thought that... Uh, is it Penix? Is that Penix, 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 yeah. Holy cow. Man, what a, what a quarterback. And, and I just thought that they could get after him better in, than they did. And I was, I was wrong. Yeah, I think a lot of people were surprised. I, think, uh, I, I don't think you can count the Huskies out Monday night, but I will say this, man. Defense wins championships, right? Defense does. I truly thought it would take two segments for me to tear up, but he's <laughs> tearing up <laughs> over here. It took, it took yeah. less than one. <laughs> hey, we got to take a break. I hope, you're, I hope you're tearing up later this, this, this evening Ooh. over the basketball game. There. I just oh. need something to smile about. You know yeah. what I mean, Shane? Well, I, I just need the Red Raiders to win tonight. How about that? <laughs> well, and I, I got to cover six and a half to get a hamburger at, well, uh, you, at Dirty. You, you've got six and a half. It's the score is six and a half. Tech, Texas, nothing. And I do. We did have a wager on the the football game this year. We haven't settled up on that, so it could be. Yeah, could be getting two OTs. Yeah, and you may get you know double cheeseburger if you get yeah, double or nothing. That, that's right, we double or nothing there, huh? And I haven't messaged our mutual friend Kent Hanch yet to make our annual bet. So. Yeah, the Dimmit Bobcat man. He we may need him at point guard tonight. He could shoot <laughs> off that baseline. If we'd had a three point shot back in the day, I hear he could have been the guy. That'd have been great. Have a seventy five year old guy out there in a tech uniform. He'd suit yeah. up. Yeah, he would. He would he, shoot up. He would do that. Enjoy, well, good, enjoy good the to be game. with y'all tonight, Thank Mr. You, Radio. Appreciate yeah. you, Ed. You and Ben, y'all do a great job, and uh, appreciate all the work that you guys put into here in the community and for KLBJ. Well, thank, thank you, you for what you do to for the state of Texas because you're out there in the uh, mix of it. Thank you for do for Texas, and good luck to your mighty Red Raiders tonight. Raider right. power, as they say, up in Lubbock. Thank you. Maybe if Jack Dale were still with us, jump, shoot, and score. And score. And he would say <laughs> that. Okay, we'll be back with more thank from Bernie Martin's Place. Thank you, Benny. All right, we'll be back with more after this on KLBJ. Welcome back to the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio, broadcasting live from Dirty Martin's Place. Ed Clements and Ben Clements. Scotty Sayers has joined us as well. Uh, we'll be here till 7 o'clock tonight. Longhorns and Texas Tech begin at 7 o'clock. We're watching the Steelers in Baltimore, and it looks like, fellas, that the Steelers are going to get this win. They lead 17-7 to uh, just before the two-minute warning. Now, the Steelers need some help. Uh, they need Jacksonville to lose. They need the Buffalo Bills to lose. And then they will be in the playoffs. And that's going to be really interesting because already from this AFC North division, Baltimore's in the playoffs, Cleveland's in the playoffs already, and there could be Pittsburgh coming up yeah. in the playoffs as well, which would be really, really surprising. But I personally don't think the Bills are going to lose no. tomorrow. <laughs> Well, you know, it has to be both, uh, either or. Yeah. Either or. It's either, either or. It's either not or. both those teams. Okay. Yeah. So Jacksonville could lose. Jacksonville can't. Bills, you know, they're playing the Dolphins tomorrow night um, in Miami. The Dolphins have looked very suspect recently, and the Bills, on the other hand, are on the uptick. That'll be a fantastic. That's the highlight of tomorrow's games. I'm excited for that game. It's tomorrow night's game. It's been an interesting week. Uh, for for Miami, Tyreek Hill, their talented wide receiver. What a weird story. Part of his house burned down earlier this week. One of his kids got a cigarette lighter and uh, started something on fire. Well, luckily they have the fastest man in the United States to pull him out of that fire. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You ever yeah. start a house on? I started my aunt's house on fire one time. <laughs> I was striking matches. 
No, they're the cool. We'll need to we'll need to put a pin on that <laughs> wow. and hear that story another time. Well, Scotty, we've learned tonight you didn't know how to swim till you're in the seventh grade, and you 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 let your aunt's house on fire. Well, what, what other do, what, what other secrets? Uh, that's that's it for this week. Yeah. Um, okay, real quick, guys, because I, I I am going to be heading out here in a little bit for the for the Texas game. I need to represent for the uh, Sports Saturday here, but let's take a step back, deep breaths. The playoffs happened. Yeah. Uh, Washington, Michigan, national championship in Houston Monday night. Um, it's going to be a fantastic game. It's the battle of the future of the uh, the Big Ten. Yeah, battle of undefeated teams. Michael Penix in, in the Sugar Bowl. Pop, we were there. That was the greatest quarterback performance I've seen probably since Vince Young. A very different game than Vince Young brought to the table, but Michael Penix looked like a sharpshooter other side michigan they played so well against really the ten thousand foot giant alabama and yeah and but they had to rally to win that game they I did mean, i mean they were down by seven points with four and a half minutes to go and got it got it to overtime yeah, yeah. i didn't i didn't see it coming alabama was in control of that game i'll say this all four teams in the playoffs it could have gone either way, and I think that's good for Texas because yeah. Texas did get they did lose they lost they didn't get that playoff win, but they br- proved that they belonged in those playoffs. They this, did. Was, this was no fluke. Texas deserved it. Alabama deserved it after the Florida State ordeal. Even a lot of people, naysayers saying Alabama shouldn't be in. They deserved it. Had, would have George would Georgia have done better? Who knows? But. I think the the two best teams are in the the championship. I'm excited to see. I give the 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 Huskies the edge. They're the underdog. You bet you're behind in New Orleans. I put that bet on. And they've been under they've been underdogs for all all, all, all year long. All year long. In the Pac-12 championship game, they were nine and a half point dogs. They were four and a half point dogs against the Longhorns. They're four and a half point dogs again. I'll differ, Ben. I think Michigan is going to win because I think Michigan is going to do what the Longhorns did successfully, but run. they'll stick to it. Yeah, run the ball. See, I, I agree with you. I, I They're going to run the ball, but you guys watched the same game I did. Oh. That passing game for Washington Spectacular. Was, yeah. What is the highest you know word I can use for great? It, they were unbelievable. He was a professional quarterback playing against a college defensive back system he made one mistake one fumble yeah when they were really arguably about to really pull away that may have been the greatest quarterback performance against the texas team ever what do you what do you think i, I can't think of a better Neither one against I. texas because that was it was spectacular because you know texas comes in with a great uh, defensive lineman and the the secondary was not fully suspect but they they were they were not accomplished, but Michael Penix's passes were just flat out spectacular all night long. Now, one thing about the game, yeah, I, I think Michigan is going to win, but I don't want Michigan to win because they're cheaters. Jim yeah. Harbaugh is a cheater, and I think one of these days this whole season may be vacated. You're right by the NCAA yeah, because you're, you're he's right. a cheater. No, I, I agree, Pop. And also, for Texas going to Michigan next year, you know, you, Texas, it'd be I don't know. It kind of goes both ways. Um, in terms of the game, though, I think Washington learned something against Texas. The run game is useless. You have the greatest, in my opinion, the greatest quarterback in college right now, Michael Penix. You know, Daniels might have won the Heisman, but Michael Penix is the best quarterback. If they don't throw the ball damn near 96% of the time against Michigan, 
they might as well just give Michigan the game. And the health of their running back is, we don't know. He, he did he get injured. The carried end. off the field and everything. Which so. was ridiculous. Almost that, cost them the game. Yeah. yeah. That they weren't just taking a knee yeah. to run the clock down to 15 let, seconds. Let but we're going to see two different types of football. Sorry to interrupt, We will. Bob. No, we will we're see. We're going to see Michigan. They're going to be rumble and tumble between the, the tackles and run it. And Washington, yeah. and Washington, they're going to throw the ball until Michael Penix needs Tommy John surgery. Well, this is going to be a totally, you know, different game we see. A lot of people are comparing this, I guess, the late 70s. A guy that, Ben, you never had the opportunity to see play, who was one of the greatest Washington quarterbacks, was Warren Moon, who went on to play for the Oilers. Warren Moon upset Michigan in the Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. and people are kind of a David and Goliath deal. They're not, they're not a David versus Goliath, but Michigan is the out-and-out favorite. My question to you guys, when the Longhorns go to Ann Arbor week two next season, will Jim Harbaugh be the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines? I don't think so. I think... I can't answer that right now. I think, how do you, if they win the national championship, that means they will have vacated this championship. I just, I don't know. It'll, it'll be such a stain on the NCAA to let this play out, only to have him leave town, snay him, okay, and, and vacate this championship. We've got history on that. Pete Carroll, I know, won a couple of championships for USC. You had the Reggie Bush situation. Uh, he had to vacate the the Heisman Trophy, was it, Pete, Pete Carroll skedaddled out of town was to it, Seattle. Was it within 300, I guess, was it within 365 days? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, and the question would be if they penalize him and say, okay, you can't get in the playoffs for two years. Man, those players are evacuating. Yeah. But also the NCAA, the rest of the country is going to be pissed, Scotty, because why did you not do that six months ago? Right. Why, well, so you let them go win a national championship or go to the national championship yeah. when you were planning this the whole time? That will make a lot of people mad. I, I just threw that out. I don't know. And, Scotty, they'll never put Michigan on any type of two-year probation. No. They'll slap them on the wrist. They'll fine them tremendously monetarily. But they're a blue blood, and they're not going to do that to a blue blood, in well, my you, opinion. You're talking about them taking away a national championship. <laughs> but they, but they, they, they want it, but they're, they will allow them to play. Uh, they, they, they won't be banned from any time. Uh, I wish we had more time, but we can discuss this here in the, in the weeks um, coming. I want to give you all a hypothetical. Texas was one play away from the national championship. Had Texas had one in New Orleans play, facing Michigan this week, how do we think Texas would have faced up against Michigan? Because I thoroughly believe that Texas would have had a great matchup against Michigan, and I think Texas had a significant chance to winning this national championship had they beat Washington. Well, like I said, any one of those four teams could do it. Uh, yeah, we'd have had a chance to beat Michigan for yeah. sure. I think it'd have been a maybe a pick'em. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, no, I think Texas would have had a great chance against Michigan because Michigan is they don't have a quarterback like Michael Penix. They don't throw the ball effectively. Yeah. Yes, they have a really really good defense, but. I just think Texas is a better football team than Michigan is because I think the quarterback plays about equal. The Texas run game was really good, and Texas has a ton of wide receivers. I think Texas would have been favored. Plus, it would have been a home game for yep. goodness sakes down in Houston. It would have yep. been 90-10 Texas fans. I agree, but don't forget McCarthy took them the length of the field to tie the game. He did. He did. And then in, I mean, he engineered overtime. Guys, I, I think both okay. these teams, they drew the right – Opponent, I think Michigan wanted Washington because they didn't want Texas. Texas can defend the run. Texas, 
can run. The, Washington was the perfect match for, for Michigan, and Michigan was a perfect match for Washington because Washington, Michigan, they don't see passing like Washington does. So I think both these teams, they saw this matchup and thought, bingo, bango, bongo. If Michigan had Texas, it would be, oh boy, we need to change our, our game plan because Texas... What they did all year long, they defended the run, and that's exactly what Michigan does. So it's unfortunate that Texas is not in it. We're going to have a great matchup on Monday. I give Washington the, the heads up. I give them the, uh, the benefit here because they can pass like nobody's business. The receivers are on point. Michael Penix is the best quarterback in the country, and they will outlast Michigan. I will not be surprised if Washington wins because, uh, because of Penix, because people have doubted Penix all year long. And again, like I said, nine-and-a-half-point dogs against Oregon, and he – played beautifully beat him twice beat him twice beat the Longhorns and uh, I'm not going to put anything past it I just think Michigan's going to going to win J.J. McCarthy had his best game against Alabama he won't duplicate that but Michael Penix will duplicate his playoff performance McCarthy might pick apart Washington's secondary is not that good but but I'm taking the four and a half points like you've been and, yeah. and taking Washington uh sadly the Longhorns had four shots within the 20 yard line uh, it was not a high percentage last pass to yeah. A.D. Mitchell. They fell short. <laughs> ben, while we got you on, it's been a tough week for Texas for losing players. Yep. Xavier Worthy, uh, the tight end announced yeah, today. Uh, yeah, Javon Sanders. Sanders is gone. Jonathan Brooks uh, Jonathan is gone. Brooks is gone. Uh, obviously, Sweat is gone. It's going to be a lot to pick up the pieces next year, but Texas still have Jaden Blue and C.J. Baxter at, at running back. Uh, they still have Cook at receiver. It's up in the air about, about Quinn Ewers, but Texas has a lot of – they have a lot in the future. This was the best step up going to the SEC as Texas could have gotten. I think right now it's the question is Quinn Ewers, but Texas, this was a great entry to the SEC. Okay, Ben, enjoy the basketball game. Longhorns and Texas Tech at 7 o'clock. Uh, don't go away. After the news, more on the end zone club. We've got to get the Cowboys and the rest of the NFL. And, by the way, the Steelers have just defeated – the Ravens. So the Steelers still in the mix for the playoffs. We'll get you up to date on that and much, much more on the End Zone Club on KLBJ. Welcome back to the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. Ed Clements, Ben Clements, and Scotty Sayers broadcasting live from Dirty Martin's Place, our friend Jake. Happy birthday, Jake, celebrating his 40th birthday yesterday. One of the managers, managers here at uh, Dirty Martin's Place. When you come tonight to watch football or basketball, ask for Jake, and he will set you up in a very nice table. Uh, welcome back to the show. Our show proudly brought to you by Howie Breen and Herman, attorneys at law. Plains Capital Bank. Covert in Bastrop. Rocks and the guys will be open tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. Pokey Joe's Barbecue. Great Texas barbecue from Pokey Joe's Barbecue tonight. Delaware Subs. No baloney there. Delaware Subs. Two-for-one cheesesteak tomorrow. NFL. Two-for-one cheesesteaks tomorrow. Also brought to you by S&B Amusements and... Tito's Handmade Vodka. Let me tell you about Tito's Handmade Vodka. Made right here in Austin, Texas by our friend Tito Beverage. 100% gluten-free, all-natural. It is the best-tasting vodka you're ever going to have. As you go out tonight to your favorite restaurant or your bar, make it Tito's Handmade Vodka. The winner of so many international vodka awards around the country and around the world. As you go around the country, you'll see Tito's. You go around the world, you'll see Tito's Handmade Vodka. Again, when you go out tonight, be sure and ask for Tito's Handmade Vodka. Drink responsibly, but drink Tito's. 
Scotty, we've been watching the NFL football games, and Pittsburgh is the first winner of the weekend. I know we're all looking forward to the next game tonight with the Houston Texans at Indianapolis earlier this year. Indianapolis defeated the Texans. C.J. Stroud back in the lineup tonight at quarterback for Houston. If the Houston Texans win tonight, uh, they've got a wonderful shot at being in the playoffs. Uh, they're in. I mean, they, if they win tonight, they're in. Right? As well uh, yeah. as they as a wild card, they still could be a division champion if the Jacksonville Jaguars lose tomorrow. Yeah, and and they're a different team when Stroud is playing. Last week when he came back and they had a home game in Houston, the crowd. I mean, that was that was like the old Houston Oilers crowd. Yeah. And Houston, I know the the whole town's excited. Um, and, and feel like that they've got a real future now. For the last few years, it's been a disaster. Right. In the AFC, the teams in the playoffs, the Ravens, even though they lost this afternoon, they finish at 13-4. and four. They're the number one seed. Right now, the Dolphins are the number two seed. They lead the AFC North, but if they lose tomorrow, Buffalo would win the AFC North, but the Dolphins will be in the playoffs. Then comes the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs play the Chargers. Uh, the Chiefs will not play Patrick Mahomes tomorrow as they, they can't improve their status. Uh, so they're in the playoffs, currently the number three seed. And the Browns, wow. The Cleveland Browns are the number five seed. Uh, Joe Flacco came in to replace Deshaun Watson and others. And what a surprise this has been. And how ironic. The goofball owners of the Cleveland Browns guarantee Deshaun Watson $240 million. He's out for the year. They get journeyman pro Joe Flacco. And Joe Flacco, Scotty, just wins football games. And it's probably making what? A few hundred thousand a year, maybe a million. I don't think he's making a million. I think I think they're paying per paying him per game with bonus money. It's that it's that deal. Yeah. Man, if I'm his agent, I'm all over this. <laughs> well, you, you say that, but he's old. He's a, he's an older quarterback. Thirty eight. I think he's at least thirty eight years old. He won he won a Super Bowl championship with the Baltimore Ravens, and then after that did did nothing and been knocking around the league. But it's just a terrific story with these Cleveland Browns. And by the way, Cleveland has what I believe the best defense in the AFC. They've got a great defense. So. I don't know what the matchup looks like for Cleveland in the playoffs. Who would they? I do not know. I'd have to look at it when it all breaks down because you still have so many questions. you got three teams very much in the hunt. The Jaguars, uh, who will be playing Tennessee tomorrow. Tennessee just playing it out. You've got the Bills, as we said, playing at Miami. And then you have the Colts against the Houston Texans in just a little bit. The Texans on the bubble. They're 9-7. and seven. The Colts are 9-7. and seven. Jacksonville, 9-7. and seven. That whole division is tied. Then with the Steelers' win today, the Steelers are now 10-7. and They're looking for a Jaguars loss or a Bills loss, and they will be in the playoffs. So just a – and they're, they're not – they're a handful of teams out of it, eliminated, including the Broncos, the Bengals, the Raiders, the Jets, the Titans, the Chargers, and the Patriots. Let me ask you about the Patriots. Uh, they play tomorrow. The Patriots in action – as they face uh, the New York Jets tomorrow, will tomorrow be the last time we see Bill Belichick as the head coach of the uh, New England Patriots? You think Kraft's going to fire him? I think so. I, th I think I think he's going to let him go. I think that. But then Bob Kraft is an older guy. He's a sentimental guy. And what is it? 
was he 12 wins away from breaking the all-time win record of Don Shula? I'm talking about Bill Belichick. Yeah, he's going to find a team to coach. I don't think that's the question. It's just whether or not it's with the Patriots. And he may not want to be with the Patriots. They don't have much of a roster. No. And but but who, who, who who's the general manager and who picks that roster? Bill Belichick. So he's been on a he's been on a bad roll since Tom Brady left. For sure. But I don't know where he would go. Tomorrow will be the last game for Ron Rivera of Washington. He's gonna lose his job. We already know Brandon Staley has lost his job at uh, the LA Chargers. I didn't finish my thought on Jim Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh, if he wins on Monday with Michigan, I think he skedaddles and goes to be the head coach of Justin Herbert and coaching for the L.A. LA Chargers, which I think is a tremendous place to be a head coach. Yeah, that's a that'd be a great gig for him. It really would. And uh, I mean, Belichick and the Washington command—that's not a bad deal. It's not a bad deal. They've got the new ownership, and I'm not sure if they would go for Belichick. I, I I don't know. Again, I like Bill Belichick, but I think he's been exposed the last few years because Tom Brady, when Tom Brady left, so did that football team leave. I hate to be cruel to Bill Belichick, who's, who's you know, the second winningest coach of all time, but I think facts are facts. You want to be cruel to somebody, your friend Peter Dembski? <laughs> the Eagles, what, 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 a oh. night, what a nightmare, losing to Arizona. Scotty, I, I I don't get it. I was in contact with Pete this Pete this week, and he's the same way, scratching his head. And do you realize the lowly Arizona Cardinals beat both the Cowboys and the Eagles? But what's happened to the Eagles is beyond stunning. And it's not because of Jalen Hurts. It's because of the Eagle defense. They are in disarray. Uh, Matt Patricia is now the defensive coordinator, the guys that's knocked around a lot of places. But... I, I don't know if the Eagles are going to win a playoff game. The Eagles, as it stands now, it looks like they may be they may be playing Tampa Bay. I'll, a lot of people think Tampa Bay could win that deal, but it's stunning what's happened to the Eagles, who looked so good earlier on this year. I don't think Tampa Bay beats the Eagles. Somehow, I've got this I've got this funny feeling the Eagles are going to regroup. Well, they they could, and it would be a bit of a bit of irony if they do that because they've looked so bad. Yeah, and, and Tampa Bay, I mean, Baker Mayfield's had a pretty good run. Yeah. And they've lost some close games, actually. Their record could be a little bit better. Yeah, Tampa Bay faces Carolina tomorrow. The Buccaneers are tied with everybody. They're tied with the Saints at 8-8. Eight and eight. The Falcons are 7-9. Seven to nine, seven to nine. Uh, But Tampa Bay is very much in the hunt in the NFC. Let's, let's look at the playoff picture in the NFC. The number one seed is going to be the 49ers. The 49ers uh, play uh, L.A. tomorrow. They play the Rams tomorrow. But they have that uh, number one seed locked up. The number two seed right now, the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys at 11-5. As we said, the Cowboys face Washington tomorrow on our sister station, 1027 ESPN, at 325. That's a late game. The Lions are in. The Lions are the number three seed right now uh, as they're going to win the nfc north division but let me tell you what the lions they got to be still smarting from what happened last saturday night uh in arlington when they thought they had won the game on a two-point conversion and the referee said no you didn't check in this guy checked in is eligible so they've still got to be smarting about it but they are a dangerous team 
There's been a lot of weirdness at the end of the game, not only the Texas game where we saw the injury give the Longhorns a, a chance to win, and I want to talk about that rule next segment, but uh, the end of that Cowboy game was something you couldn't you couldn't write that. No. And when they dropped back to the eight-yard line, should they have kicked the extra point and gone into overtime? Undoubtedly, they should have because yeah. that put so much pressure on Jared Goffin. Uh, I think Dan Campbell is a really nice guy. Played football today, and Emmy's from the area from Central Texas, but I thought it was dumb because you're you're so far back. The percentages are so low when that happens on a two-point conversion. He should have kicked it and played for overtime. That's what he should have done, but he didn't do it. His emotions overcame him, don't you think? And yeah. He was, just, he was so mad. Right. He said, we're going to beat you anyway. I wasn't upset. I, I, I agreed with the call because we talk about this all the time. He's on the road. They scored a touchdown. They got a chance when they had all the momentum Agreed. in the world. But then they get the five-yard penalty. you got to evaluate and say, no, the percentages are not there. Let's kick it and go to overtime and see what we do there. Yeah. So the Lions are the number three seed. Uh, the Eagles are the fifth seed as they will be playing the, the Giants tomorrow. And then the Rams are the sixth seed. The Rams are the team that I say watch out for because they're playing beautiful football right now, even though – they're a paltry nine and seven. Uh, they're in the playoffs, and they've won a Super Bowl in the last few years. I think they've got a very good shot at making some noise in the playoff. Well, at this point, you got to think the championship still goes. Does it go through San, San Francisco? Francisco? Yeah, I mean, you got to yeah. think that San Francisco, the number one seed, it will go through San Francisco. But by virtue of the Eagles' loss last Sunday, the Cowboys got a huge gift. That's why the Cowboys, it's imperative for them to win tomorrow. They win tomorrow. They will host uh, a playoff game in Arlington next Sunday. And then the following Sunday, they will host another playoff game. And if they'd be lucky enough to win that, that's when, if San Francisco continues to win, they'd be at San Francisco. But I brought this up on 1027 ESPN. What happens if San Francisco stumbles and lose? That means the Cowboys would be the host of the NFC Championship game. And you know, and I know, the Cowboys have not lost this year at home. That is megaton for Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. They're a totally different team at home than on the road. Ten-point different team. Ten-point, easily ten. Easy. They didn't show it against Detroit because the defense let them down on that last drive, but they still won that game. But yeah. if the Cowboys were lucky enough to get San Francisco, and by the way, San Francisco will have a bye next week. Cowboys won't. Uh, so... It could be really interesting. But, again, Cowboys got to win. And Jeff and I talk about this on 1027 ESPN. We believe that Mike McCarthy's got to get to at least the NFC Championship game to keep his job. Really? Yeah, I do. I think if he loses in the first round at home, he's he's definitely going to lose it. we got to take a break. After this break, more on the End Zone Club, live from Dirty Martin's Place, brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka, S&B Amusements, Delaware Subs, two-for-one cheesesteaks tomorrow. Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road. Pokey Joe's Barbecue. Coburn and Bastrop. Plains Capital Bank. And by Howery, Breen, and Herman. More on the End Zone Club from Dirty Martin's Place when we return on KLBJ. If you don't know what group that is, as Jeff Ward would say, you need to leave the state. That's ZZ Top. And welcome back to the End Zone Club on KLBJ. Billy Gibbons, uh, the leader of ZZ Top, his picture is here at Dirty Martin's Place. He's here you know at the Dirty's other members? office. Do you know the other members? No, I don't. The late Dusty Hill. Dusty Hill. Frank Beard. Okay. 
Thank you. Thank you. We were. I was talking about that today with some friends. Is that right? A little bit of trivia. Well, Billy's here all the time at Dirty Martin's Place, a frequent guy here, as we all hear. We're at the iconic burger joint on Guadalupe, your place to watch Longhorn basketball tonight in just a little bit against Texas Tech Red Raiders. Also, the Houston Texans are about to tee it up against the Indianapolis Colts. A lot on the line tonight for both teams. Playoff ramifications out the wazoo. This is the End Zone Club. Our show proudly brought to you by Howie Breen and Herman, Attorneys at Law, Plains Capital Bank, Covert in Bastrop, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road, Tito's Handmade Vodka, Delaware Subs, no baloney there. Remember, two-for-one cheesesteaks tomorrow. Pokey Joe's Barbecue, if you're looking for great sausage rib, brisket and turkey, and the great side dishes, go to Pokey Joe's Barbecue tonight and buy S&B Amusements. We talked about this with Ben earlier, the Longhorns in Washington. Uh, Longhorns had a chance. They were very lucky. They were very fortunate. I know you wanted to address something, Scotty. Late in the game, when Washington was running out the clock, their running back got hurt, and the clock was stopped, thus forcing Washington to punt instead of running out the clock. And you wanted to address that possible rule change? Yeah, 47 seconds left. They could have almost they could have run the clock down when they stopped the clock. I don't know, 34 seconds left on the play clock or something so that they could get their player off the field. I think that if the leading team wants the clock to start running again after an injury on their side of the field, referees should let it run. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty harsh penalty to give Texas a chance because one of their players got hurt, got hurt to yeah. the extent he had to be helped off the field. Right. Otherwise, right. we got no chance to win that game. E- exactly. And they, they probably need to address that thing because uh, Texas had a chance, though, but it was just a wild final three minutes. Let's get you up to date on college basketball today. Uh, Kansas defeated TCU 83-81 in Lawrence, Kansas. And man, oh man, did the T-Shoe Horn Frogs, I believe, get hosed by the Big 12 officials. This was a situation. T-Shoe led by two with 56 seconds to play. Uh, they got a rebound. They had the ball. Looked like it was going to be a breakaway that would give them a four-point lead. The young man who got the rebound passed the ball out, and his arm accidentally, he was not even facing a player. It was not malicious, but it got a player in the face, and it was from his elbow-type area. But again, the young man for TCU was not looking at the – he didn't even know the guy was there, I'm not sure. No. But, if, I, if I'm the TCU player, I'm saying, hey, your face got in the way of my arm. Right. It's almost the other way around. And both of the analysts on uh, CBS said, no, that's not a, fr- a flagrant foul. They stopped play. They had stopped play. said, no, this is not a flagrant foul. They called in the official from New York, the guy that does the analysis. Was this a flagrant foul? Foul? He said, no, this wasn't a flagrant foul. He was just raising his arm up. It was unfortunate this guy took a shot in his face, but it wasn't a a flagrant foul at all. Well, the officials didn't see it that way on the court. They declare a flagrant foul. Bottom line is this, Kansas wins by two points, 83-81. Yeah, they made two free throws off the flagrant foul and got the ball and scored two more points, end up winning the game by two. If that's if that wasn't a homer call, 
I've never, I mean, I've never seen one. That was a terrible call, and I was, I was amazed that Jamie Dixon, who has a pretty hot temper, didn't just go off the map. Yeah. But he kept his cool. He did. He kept his composure. Yeah. But again, Kansas over TCU 83-81. Elsewhere today, Houston Cougars, currently number three in the country, defeated West Virginia 89-55. Baylor outlasted Oklahoma State 75-70 in overtime in Stillwater. Kansas State in the second half leads UCF 70 to 43. Wow, what's going on with UCF? Well, not much tonight. Not much. Uh, the Oklahoma Sooners uh, in the second half lead Iowa State 64 to 58. OU, number 11 in the country. Still to come, uh, the number 20 Texas Longhorns battle Texas Tech. Texas is 11 and 2 on the year, and the Texas Tech Raiders also are 11-2, and two. and Cincinnati plays at BYU. There is a very interesting matchup to this afternoon in the Southeastern Conference, uh, and uh, two former Longhorn coaches head-to-head in this one, and right now, uh, late in the game, Rick Barnes is getting his way against Chris Beard. Tennessee, number six in the country, leads Ole Miss, number 22 in the country, 90-61, to 61. so Big irony there, two former Longhorn coaches squaring off two guys that you know, Scotty, Rick Barnes and Chris Beard. Was Chris Beard able to attract any transfers? It doesn't sound like they have much of a team. Well, no, they do. They're, this is going to be their first loss. They're undefeated on the year. Who have they played? Oh, I'm not sure if they played any powerhouses, but they are undefeated. But Rick Barnes in Tennessee is going to win by a score of 90-64. to 64. Elsewhere, South Carolina Gamecocks over Mississippi State, 68-62. Kentucky outlasted uh, Florida by a score of 87-85. That's one thing. I'm going to miss the Big 12 basketball with the likes of Texas Tech and Kansas and TCU and Baylor and Houston. It's going to be fun to see some of these matchups in the in the SEC. And, by the way, LSU's uh, playing the Aggies tonight at 730 in Aggieland, LSU and Texas A&M. Okay, I'm looking at the Ole Miss schedule just to, just to see about Chris Beard. They did beat North Carolina State by 20, and they beat Memphis by three. So they've had a couple of, you know, they've had a couple of tests this year. And and uh, Rick Barnes has a really good team. Rick Barnes, Tennessee. Rick Barnes. Uh, I don't know. I, he never should have lost left Austin. I think there was a little bit of doldrums for Rick. Uh, they got a little average, but he's he's an excellent coach. They got a little complacent, I guess. Yeah. you could say, but. Uh, I didn't think it justified his being fired. No. Let's put it that way. And he didn't have trouble landing a job in a hurry. He, he did not. Okay, in our closing moments, uh, NFL tomorrow, of course, the big game for Cowboy fans, Cowboys at Washington. Cowboys favored by 13.5. They're on the road, but I think the Cowboys will prevail tomorrow. I agree. The, commander, the commandos would love to take them out. Sure they you would. You know, and be a spoiler, but I don't think they can. Uh, other big games tomorrow, the most, the biggest game tomorrow night, the New York Jets, uh, excuse me, the Miami Dolphins hosting the Buffalo Bills in Miami. Buffalo is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. We love Buffalo because our friend Mitch Morris, but Miami's awfully tough in Miami. But I think Buffalo is on a roll where Miami is not on a very good roll right now. Well, they beat the Cowboys two weeks ago, so yeah. I mean, Miami's certainly capable. The one tonight, though, the Houston game, I love watching C.J. Stroud play. I do, too, and I hope the 
uh, the Houston Texans. Who would have believed this? Because I guess I was listening to Colin Cowherd, and he, I agree with Colin. It takes a good quarterback, a great quarterback, and a great coach, and Houston has that now. So there's going to be uh, great days ahead for this Houston Texan team. And they're not looking ahead. They're looking at this game to continue their season. Yeah, they are. And hopefully they will be able to, to continue the season. Well, thanks to everybody here at Dirty Martin's Place for hosting us again. Again, if you're out and about today, not going to see the Longhorns live, you can come down here to Dirty's and watch it on the screens and watch football. For Scotty Sears, I'm Ed Clements. Garrett back in the studio. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week on the End Zone Club right here on KLBJ.